Hi, welcome to NS Screencast. In this week's free episode, I'd like to take a quick overview look at Xcode 5 and iOS 7. So iOS 7 is a huge release, and as you can tell, there's a completely redesigned UI. And if you haven't been playing with it on your phone for the past few months, uh, I think it's a it takes a little bit of getting used to, but overall I'm very impressed with the general feel of iOS. Uh, everything is much flatter, uh, but there is this notion of depth uh, with the entire OS. So like when you when you uh, click on these, they zoom out into the home screen. I really like that. Uh, there's just a number of little tiny nuanced improvements, which you'll only discover by playing around with it on your phone. Some things you'll notice here are that this is the standard UI table view controller. These rows here have a little clipped left edge. I'm guessing that's to uh, differentiate that from the top edge because it's only it's a thin line now. There's no there's no shadow underneath the navigation bar. And there's also no status bar background color. The status bar is actually black text drawn on a transparent background. So it's actually just showing through what is this navigation bar. So the navigation bar is actually a bit taller than it was before. And if you have a dark navigation bar, then this content will uh, turn light. So let's go ahead and take a look at that in our storyboard. I will change the navigation bar style to black and we'll run it again. And this time you can see that the content shows up as light. And you can control this yourself by setting the status bar style to uh, light content instead of the default. In addition, you'll notice that these buttons are blue and those that blue color is actually the tint color, which notes things that you can interact with. And uh, maybe you don't like the way this blue looks on black. So you can go over to your app delegate and customize that tint color at any point in the view hierarchy and all subviews from that point on will inherit the tint color of their parent. So you might go over here and say that the tint color is actually red color. Maybe that goes in line with your branding. Maybe your icon has some red in it or whatever. So that's an interesting way of controlling the UI for all controls, including controls like uh, buttons. Buttons no longer have a border here. Uh, they just have the tint color. Segmenting control also uses your tint color. And you can uh, see that the slider on the left edge does. The UI switch does not uh, have an automatic tint color adjustment because green is supposed to mean on, but you might, you could actually customize this if you wanted to. It's just not an automatic thing. I also encourage you to take a look at these animations really closely. This switch animation is really well done, and I think it's a good example of what you can do with UIKit Dynamics. Um, again, it's not something you're going to notice every time, but as you stare at this, you can see there's a little bounce and I think that this, this ball is actually getting distorted as it switches from one side to the other. Um, so anyway, I think this is a good example of a subtle effect of UIKit Dynamics that you can take a look at. Another thing to look at is how much faster these animations are. I think that makes, uh, for a power user, I think this is really good because it means you can get in and out of screens faster, but there's also the good animation curve that we know and love on iOS. You'll notice that uh, we still have editable table views and you can slide to the right to reveal a delete button and our table view automatically went into delete mode or edit mode, uh, but you can't swipe from the left anymore. And that's something that people will probably get used to because swiping from the left is actually a gesture that will allow you to do an interactive transition to the presenting view or to the, the view controller that you would have gotten to from the back. And you can interact with it here 
and it follows your fingers. You can even throw it one direction or another, and it'll maintain velocity. Um, I think this is a really good sort of detail to call out. Notice that the master that is the back button, and then the detail that is the title of this screen, as we fade out, as we slide over, the detail fades out, and master changes its color and becomes bold to become the title. And if you do it like this, it becomes the back button. So I think that's a really nice way of maintaining the consistency between the, the view controller that you were on and the view controller you're going to. So there's a lot to cover in iOS 7. So I plan on covering this in a few, um, in a, a bunch of upcoming episodes. If there's something specific you'd like to see covered, head on over to the site and uh, drop a suggestion there. And also take a look at the suggestions other people have made because you can vote for those. And that's how I'll know what are the most popular ideas. I'll end off on just covering a few things in Xcode 5 that we've seen that are new. Uh, you see you've got a completely redefined or re refined UI. Uh, there's a lot less lines and panels and things like that. Um, everything is quite a bit uh, thinner, flatter. And particularly, I like how this header bar is a lot smaller. Um, if we go to the project area here, um, you can see that we've got a nice way of adding features to our application without having to modify info.plist ourselves. So we can go over here and add location updates and background fetch and remote notifications uh, without too much hassle. So I think those are good additions. If you take a look at the storyboard, you'll see that there's a bunch of new storyboard buttons here. I do plan on covering that in future episodes of all the new improved uh, storyboard features. And uh, you'll notice that there's this image assets catalog here. We'll go over into that in more detail in the future. And the last thing I want to point out is that there is a test runner, which is uh, makes me smile inside. So there's a uh, an example test here, and you can just click right here and run the test. And I'd have to quit the simulator so it can actually run it. But it will tell you pass or fail uh, on all of your tests, and it says it fails because they were not implemented. So I'm going to go over here and I will change this thing to say XCT assert. I'll say equals, I'll say one, two minus one should be one. And then I will, uh, you can also run them by clicking in the gutter here. So I'll just click run and it marked the test run. And it knows that since that test passed, all of the tests in this class uh, are passing. So it's got a hierarchy built in and you can selectively run the whole suite, one class or one test which is something that was really cumbersome to do before. So I'm excited about having iOS 7 and Xcode 5 finally released, and I hope you are too. And we'll see you again next time.